Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Happy Saturday, D. We're recording again on a Saturday, episode 17. How are you feeling, mate? Mate, I'm feeling good. A little bit flat over the footy last night. I'm sure we've got plenty of Richmond supporters that listen in, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, and, my... No, let's be honest. No, we're sick of it. We could tolerate it one year. We could tolerate it a second year. I'm not tolerating it for a third year. I have to give... We have to give them... I said it last night in the group chat. Richmond have annoyed me all year, but... Last night, I actually took my hat off to them. That's that's a pretty solid effort. So, I'm jealous. They're a bloody good team, mate. I yeah. thought they'd win it. I did think they'd win the whole thing, even after they lost that first final. But, yeah, they're just, just well, uh, powering along, mate. It's, it's, it's been a, a big year footy-wise, but it's also been a big year for everyone personally, which puts, I guess, this episode into a really good feeling about 2020 and what it's been like. Because this episode, we're going to talk about why we should be finishing 2020 strong. You know, we've only got a couple of months really left for the for the year, which is just insane, man. I can't believe how fast it's gone. Mm, but yeah. um but I'm I'm really looking forward to smashing into this episode. What 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 can the listeners I guess look out for today? What are we gonna be tackling? Well, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, mate, on the show about sort of looking forward and almost writing off months because you're so focused on in this case the start of twenty twenty one. So we just we thought, let's pump everybody up. Let's get a bit excited. There's still a couple months left in the year. Let's all finish it off uh, strong. And that's really what today's about. We're going to sort of talk about why we shouldn't write off the rest of the year, what we have to look forward to in the next couple of months, along with the next six to 12 months, what that mm. looks like, you know, ideas of habits to form and strategies to put in place, especially when we're looking at coming out of lockdown very, very soon and how to get the most out of the rest of the year. So I'm, I'm quite excited about it. Yeah, me too. Obviously, 2020 hasn't gone to plan for, for everybody. You know, everyone around the world, it's just been extraordinary what's happened. We've gone through something. Probably none of us ever thought we'd be going through our own, a very own pandemic for, for our state to, to go into stage four. And, and, what, and what do they call it? What what, have, what has Dan Andrews been calling it? A state of disaster. Like, who would have ever thought... Emergency, would, yeah. Yeah, like, who would have ever thought we would be going through this? And it's okay to be upset and frustrated and we've all shared tears together and being angry and we want to get out and i understand that but at the same time to have two months left of the year why waste the year you know we've still got two months left we can really create some momentum and and you know smash through the wall and next year will be even better so exactly um, and now there's there is light at the end of the tunnel too which is really exciting so it feels like we're about to come out of that stage and one of the good mindsets i know we'll t- touch on it in a little bit more detail shortly but it's a whole mindset of we may never and hopefully never have to face this sort of thing again, never be in this kind of isolation or lockdown ever again. So it's about making the most of hopefully a once in a lifetime event. Definitely. No, it's a great mentality. And that's probably a really good way of wording is you're, you're going to be stronger now for whatever comes at you, you know, whether it's next year or, or years after that. And I know in part of my notes, you know, I've got written down like, Life is challenging. It's going to throw challenges and next year is going to be the same. Everyone's going to have their challenge thrown at them. It might not be a global pandemic, but there's no perfect 
year, I guess you could say. So these next couple of months, let's really tackle them and, and make the most of it and, and finish the year off strong. Absolutely. And having that mentality of looking at it day by day rather than year by year is also a good thing. And I think that's what we'll talk about a lot today too, which is really, I think, a good way to to keep moving forward, propelling forward as we talked about off air. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to sort of getting stuck into this one. Definitely, mate. Definitely. So, mate, what's what's the first point? Where should we start? So we've got, why shouldn't we write off a year? I know both of us, neither of us like the idea of that in a sentence, you know, writing off the year. The whole New Year's resolution thing, coming for next year to set a bunch of new goals. Even I'm guilty of it, you know, like getting to the new year and, and that's been my time to to set my goals for the year, which is great. But I don't, I shouldn't have, you know, we shouldn't have to wait two months to do that. You know, you could exactly. start, you could start planning now. So, you know, why shouldn't we write off the rest of the year? What What can we really embrace with these next couple of months? Yeah, well, I think too, like I get it, like it feels fresh when you start a new year because it feels like it's sort of turning a page and everything's new and yeah but i mean nothing changes really you're just flicking a switch from just 2020 yeah. yeah exactly from one year to the next so like we said like a couple of weeks ago too i don't like wishing time away i really and i find myself doing it too mate i do it every day sometimes i'm like gee i can't wait till this work day's over i can't wait yeah. till it hits five o'clock six o'clock or or even if there's something i'm dreading I'm like, oh, in a week's time, it'll all be over. I used to be like that with uni as well. When you've got an assignment due and you'd be like, okay, this time next week, the assignment's done. I'm not thinking about it anymore. That stress is away. And you sort of wish that whole week away. I don't know if you do that. Yeah, definitely. No, I can relate to that. So I, I get frustrated with myself uh, when I do that. And I could, I think a lot of people could easily go, okay, 2021's going to be the year. And okay, this year sucks because of this whole pandemic. And for some yeah. people, a lot of other things have gone on too, which is obviously hard we've all dealt with personal issues as well but that's the thing i mean today's still a new day tomorrow's a new day after that each week's a new week so each yeah each day each week we have an opportunity to start something fresh if there's something that's on our mind that we want to do so that tomorrow never comes mentality i love that because i and i'm i'm probably being pretty harsh here but i actually think it's a cop-out you know i think it's a, a i think it's a real lazy um excuse you know, I what, agree, yeah. You know, I, I just think it's a cop-out. And I've got written down, you know, if you think you need a new year to change yourself, you're, you're bullshitting yourself. Like, you are. Because you're only saying that so you ha- so you don't have to do it. Right now, you could change if you really wanted to. But you'd rather wait till next year to write it down and hopefully work at it. And then after a couple of months, you might get sick of it and you've forgotten about it and you're waiting till the next year to do it again. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's, it's and I, I I don't know if I am being really harsh, but I do. I, th- I think it's a cop out. You know, we we tend to almost fool ourselves and and think that I need a brand new year to to set a bunch of new goals. Why not to be set a different a, person? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like you, I can change my identity right now if I wanted to. I could flick the switch. I could start acting like a totally different person. I could focus on different parts of my life and work at those things. Our identity is we have the power to flick that switch and you know mm-hmm. you shouldn't we shouldn't let a date or a year or a month stop us from doing that 100% i think you worded that really well i don't think it's harsh either not at all because i think we're all guilty of it i mean if you and i are putting our hands up and saying that we've done it before then we understand and i don't think it's harsh at all but so i'll do it tomorrow mentality and i, I know my dad was always big on that because tomorrow never comes and mm. and it's the same thing so it's you know, essentially saying, okay, I'll do this tomorrow. It's like the whole diet thing. The diet's one that we can all relate to. When we're starting a diet or we 
we sort of at the early stages of a diet and then we cheat. And then we yep. say, okay, well, I'll start tomorrow. I promise myself I'll start tomorrow. And mate, I do that all the time. Yeah. So I think that's that's a really good launching point into next year too. Um, and, and what we talked about too is people complain every year, not just mm. 2020. Every single year seems to be a bad year. Definitely. And yeah, well, that, that, that touches on kind of what I said earlier too. Like life is challenging in itself. So whether that's the pandemic, whether it's something terrible happening to yourself, whether it's whatever the challenge is going on in your life, maybe to break up, maybe it's you failed a, a subject at uni. I don't know. Like I'm, mm. I'm going through things that I've gone through. Um, yeah. But yes, I failed a few subjects. If anyone's wondering, but um, <laughs> but I, but I, but I've got a degree. So so who's laughing now? Yeah, who's laughing now? But I am paying off debt, which I'm not enjoying. But. <laughs> <laughs> But no matter what, there's going to be challenges, small or big. So this year, we've had this challenge. Next year, there's going to be another challenge thrown at you. And you're probably going to want to jump in your your bed and pull the covers over and kind of hope it blows over, which it will eventually. But it's going to happen the year after and the year after that. So you like we can't go into next year thinking nothing bad's going to happen. Exactly. And I wonder too, if people... I wonder if we all will get to a stage one day next year or in the next two years or whenever and say, gee, I wouldn't mind having a week off work and being paid JobKeeper for it. Yeah, <laughs> I that's a great that point. Will, I wonder if we'll get to that point. That's kind of interesting. But you're right, mate. I, I, the changing of a year doesn't change anything. It doesn't, in terms of, it doesn't make everything go away and everything become better. And we don't know, we still don't know what's going to happen next year, if it's going to be better or worse. I mean, we all hope hopefully we all hope that it's going to be better and we're at the tail end now we're coming out of it that's Mm. obviously the goal but unfortunately we don't know for sure but having said that for the rest of this year i think and this is something that excites us because we'll get onto the positives in a minute is that like you said when you start new year's resolutions you're looking at a whole year of goals and goal setting and a year is a long time for people to keep a commitment especially if they're not used to keeping them Mm. this next two months is a great opportunity if you haven't done any if you haven't changed anything or you haven't set goals or you've sort of dabbled a little bit in this pandemic so far now's a great opportunity while you've still got that sort of extra time to yourself in isolation to actually set some goals and try and keep them for two months mm. it's not it's a much shorter period than a whole year and i, I was, think i was just going to ask you like this time frame here like do you see these two months as probably more achievable than say a whole year Absolutely. And I know you're big on this too, Doss, is that if you keep, if we get into habits now for the next two months, that's going to help us launch into 2021 with some confidence. If you keep a diet now for two months, imagine what you can achieve over a whole year next mm. year in fitness. But Definitely. And you also have that self-confidence behind you. And we talked about this on our very first weight loss episode too, Yeah, is that you need that little bit of self-confidence to really get rolling. And once mm. you achieve goals and tick them off, that's when you actually start believing in yourself and you can start making bigger goals. Mm. And I think two months now is a really good chance or even one month is a really yeah. good opportunity to actually start keeping some goals so you actually back yourself in because I don't know how many pe- I know everyone's intentions with New Year's resolutions are good, but I don't know how many people truly believe that they will get through it or achieve it. Yeah, definitely. Well, how do you go with resolutions? I've never been like a resolution. I've always been goal setting like... So you could almost say, you know, like on New Year's resolution, it's it's similar to goals. You know, we go away to Port Ferry every year and I, was, I would always get a, you know, a brand new journal or diary for Christmas and there was a spot, you know, on the beach where I would go and sit at this table and overlook the water and I'll, I'll write down like my 
I would have my six, seven different areas in my life or categories that I want to tackle for the year and, and write down a goal under each one. But if I'm honest too, like I probably, I probably, that was probably overwhelming for me as well. Like yeah. I'll, I'll take that diary back home and then I've got all these different goals and like I, I probably haven't achieved them all because I've overwhelmed myself and I've probably thought, geez, that's so much to, to tackle and then obviously life catches up with you and you become you know in your rhythm and your normal daily routine and, and the journal just sits you know in my bedside drawer and you forget so yeah yeah I, the way i say this couple of months is it's only two months i don't see myself actually losing that journal and and it going missing for a year it's two months where i've got no no, no i want to be looking at it all the time because it's not a very long time frame so no exactly um, in comparison no exactly it's a really good time frame because it's enough time to actually achieve something substantial too. Because yes, it's not a long time. Two months isn't a long time in compared to a whole year. But mm. two months is still a long time to actually set yourself a goal and keep yeah. yourself accountable for it and actually achieve it and see Definitely. a result. I think mm. that's the exciting part, honestly. Yeah. Do you have any more points on, on this? Oh, well, I've got a one point with, and we could probably, it could probably push into others, but you know how much I love the word rhythm. And yep. for me personally, this is a time to actually gain some rhythm for for next year. So I, I want next year in say my 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 morning routine, my running and my fitness, my diet, you know, my relationships, my finances and my money. You know, we talked about that last week where the money goes. I just want to be in a really good rhythm next year. And to get into that rhythm, you have to push through some real tough barriers say you want to run 10ks like myself i actually want to run 10ks by the end of the year and if i'm honest with myself i actually said i want to run 10ks by september and i had a bit of a like a a plateau and i'm i'm only running about three or four so i've failed that but i've said to myself no by the end of the year i'll do it but you know if you want to run 10ks say that's your goal the first if that's the first time you've ever ran that first couple of k's or those first few running sessions are going to be freaking hard and you're going to not want to do it. You're going to be like, oh, no, I won't do it. It's hard. But once you start consistently pushing through those pain thresholds and that those barriers, it will start becoming a bit easier. And once it becomes that, not that easy, but once it gets easier, it just becomes rhythm. Your body is just used to it. And I'm looking forward to these next couple of months actually smashing through some of those barriers myself so that next year, I'm not that it's a competition, but I'm ahead of the pack. I'm actually in rhythm while the others are still going through those teething phases. You know, exactly. I'm, That's a I'm, really good point. You know, I'm a, I'm ahead of the bunch, and I don't. It's not a competition. It's you versus you. But I'm feeling like I'm moving more smoothly and freely. I'm not in as much pain as I was last. I guess but I that's how, to do that. That's what motivates you, though. And I was the same. So we touched a couple of weeks ago as a joke about when I used to, uh, I used to love my late night gym sessions, Doss, as we talked about, and uh, the boys were a little bit annoyed, but. What motivated me during doing those was that I knew because there was nobody else in the gym, it felt like I was yeah. getting ahead of everybody else. When everybody else was partying or resting or sleeping, I was in there doing the work. And even though you're right, it's a competition against yourself and nobody else, it still motivated me personally yeah. to be ahead of the pack. So I Definitely. think whatever works for you. Yep. So, mate, this next couple of months, <laughs> right, we've talked about... Two months, you know, we've got two and a half months. Why don't we tackle into, you know, why it's such a great opportunity? And we've probably already touched on a few things as to why it is a great opportunity. But this is an actual point now. We're getting to the real point. 
as to why it is a great opportunity the next next couple of months. Yeah, mate. So like we touched on earlier, this is a we're so desperate to get out of this isolation and this this whole lockdown. It's not been a fun time, but again, making the most of a tough time that we may never see again. So for me, what's my great opportunities look like? Well, okay, so I've still got time alone. I'm so desperate to see the boys, hang out with the boys, see my friends and family. But while I've got this time alone, again, I've just been smashing out books. I've never read so much in my life. And for me, it's just a great opportunity to get that knowledge and education of mm. topics that I'm interested in under my belt because when everything gets busy again, then you lose this time so rapidly. So that's one of the things for me. Again, like we talked about goal setting and launching some healthy habits, Again, another thing I've touched on over this podcast, and I know this is a bit of a recap episode of our previous few, but I've been doing these home workouts and I've learned so much about fitness that even after being into fitness for four or five years, there's things that I've never known before, which I've learned from just being at home. Mm. YouTube's great. Online programs, which I bought, has been fantastic. How is that going, mate, by the way? It's going really well, mate. And, mate, I'm always sore. I'm always sore. And... It's amazing how many positions you can get yourself in on the floor just with your <laughs> with your own body weight. Things you never thought possible. And mate, some days it literally hurts more than doing weights, a lot of this stuff. So I actually encourage a lot of people. I've got in my notes a little bit later to touch on. But these sort of behaviors is good for me because if I don't, say the gyms reopen next year, I don't feel like pushing weights. I know that I've got options to stay at home and get a full body workout. It's it's a learning, you know, it's education, it's learning new ways. I think a lot of people have learned Zoom, Zoom meetings. I know yeah, a lot of businesses sure. are doing it. That was nothing we considered. You and I never considered doing a podcast over the phone. No. But here we are. So we're learning new behavior. So we know that if for whatever reason we can't, I mean, you and I will still be seeing each other and meeting up to do the podcast. But if we can't, for whatever reason, we know that if we can just allocate an hour of time and both have the microphone and the computer, then we can do it anytime we want. Yeah. But what about you, mate? What are you really looking forward to? Or uh, why is this a great opportunity is a better question. I, I, I'm probably repeating myself, so I don't want to repeat myself too much. But I'm a big believer in like, say you're building a house. The first thing that, that you do when you're building a house is you put the slab down. You know, that's the strongest part of the house that is the foundation if you don't build the found the found the right foundations if you're making it with really shitty concrete not the right stuff you know the house is it's not gonna be worth much later on so to me these next couple of months are perfect for me and anyone else out there to build those foundations a strong foundation i've jumped on quick fixes and tried to do things you know without really actually putting in the proper educate self-education and time whether that be i want to lose weight so i'll just I'll buy this program and it'll work or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just something, something that I want an instant gratification type of hit. And it's, it's, it's not sustainable. If I'm trying to lose weight for an event, I'll, um, well, I'm, I'm currently doing it already, but you know, I'll, wedding I'll, day. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just fast or I won't eat much. And, but fasting has been become a norm for me anyway. But I think the gist I'm getting at is I want to, I want to be in this for the long haul right so next year is that long haul so i've got if i sit down write down what i want for the next 12 months i'm going to touch on that later as well but right now this next couple of months is such a good chance for me an opportunity to get some small wins and we talked about yes com- i love it we, we talked about confidence earlier like when i get a couple of small wins i'm not sure about everyone else but i feel better about myself like i feel like i can achieve things i feel like i can do things and there's nothing like setting a goal and achieving a goal and that is big that means big or small 
Doesn't, I love that. If anything, big is so much harder to achieve. We're more likely to actually not achieve it. But a small goal, we're so much more likely to achieve a small goal because it's, well, for one, like right now, the time frame's shorter. And secondly, the small goal is probably the smaller version of the big goal. So it's a, not that it's easier, but it's a, it's a stepping stone. So Absolutely. This next couple of months is the perfect, perfect time to set a couple of smaller goals so that next year, those bigger goals can be more, or they're more achievable because you're building that momentum. You're building that confidence. And that's what I can't wait for myself. You know, this next couple of months, I bet you after this podcast, I, you know what? Keep me accountable. Next week, the podcast, ask me. I'll, today after it, I want to set a few small goals for myself. And maybe next week we do an episode on goal setting, how to achieve goals. Yeah, You know, I how like to it. set goals, how to achieve goals. Let's do that. We can go through our goals personally. We can share our goals. So everyone else listening can keep us accountable. And, and get everybody else that listens each and every week to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think we'd love to encourage people to do that. But I love that, mate. And I think it's good. I, I remember listening to a podcast once. I can't for the life of me remember which one. But I was talking about building momentum, building self-confidence. And for some people, it's just ticking off things that you've been putting away, like you've been pushing you know, away. Yeah, but do you yeah. know what? Do you know what You're one of the most... Co- yeah, putting off. But do you know what one of the most common ones in the world is for nearly everybody that's an adult? What? It is paying a bill. Yeah. And most people have bills that are coming up or they push to the very last day until yeah. you can pay it without getting an extra fine. And some people say, and this guy was talking, he said, when I need a little bit of self-confidence, and it sounds ridiculous, but it, ticking off something that's been on my mind, I pay a yeah. bill or pay a bill in advance. And it sounds ridiculous, but that just gives you that, you know, it's one less thing you have to think about and you feel like you've achieved something for the day. Definitely. Uh, and it sounds ridiculous. Only no, two, two days ago, I actually got all my mail and I'd been uh, putting it off as well. I'd had all this mail sitting there and I opened it all up and it was all to do with uh, my stocks. And if you didn't listen to last week, uh, go listen back to last week if you want to hear about stocks. But I, um, I had all my stocks sitting there, mate, and I had to go and just, it's a very simple task. You just have to go online and you have to, if you're getting paid dividends, you have to nominate where those dividends go. If, if it's in your bank account or you want to reinvest them, it's a reinvestment strategy. But it's just one of those annoying things that's boring and tedious and you just have to do it. But I thought, nah, that's it. I'm going to sit there. I got my computer out. I got all the papers. There was about 20 bits of papers everywhere. I put them all together, put them in order and went online, got that little job done. And I just felt like I'd achieved something. Like it was such a small task, but then I'm like, okay, I've done something today. And then the rest of my day turned out to be really good because I just kept smashing things out. And it it wasn't an, an exciting day, but it was a day of getting things done. And I think, for me, I need those days every now and then where I just tick off the things that are on my mind. I now keep a, a note on my phone of all those small little things I have to do in the next day or week and I almost try and race against myself to get them done. Yeah. It's, I love you hearing I love hearing you say that because it reminds me of, and I still get it, but my mum, and oh, hi mum, I know you're listening, <laughs> but when she nags me, you know, have you done this, have you done that? And like, for example, right, I've at the moment, I think... Something to do with my car, you know, change the oil in my car. And if I go and pop in and say, Mama, I'm on the phone to her, she goes, have you changed the oil on, in your car? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> She'll ask me again the next time and I'll say no. And the next time I'll say no. But then once I did it, I felt like... You read like re- her. <laughs> yeah, Mum, you wouldn't believe it. I changed it. Like, <laughs> but 
and it makes me appreciate even that growing up and even still to this day when she's t- you know asking me you know have you done this and i'm going Mom, i'm stopping nagging me but when i've achieved it i feel like i've achieved something so you know even something as simple as you know i, I put off for ages i'm not sure if anyone else has you know moved house and had to change their i guess their mail address to all the different oh yeah and you know i had to do that last week and i've just been putting it off and off and off like have to find the websites and then to log in and then oh no i forgot my login password now so i have to now find that to then change my address like pain in the backside but once you get it all done yeah it's a small win and you've achieved something exactly and i think what we talked about before you, you use the word momentum and that's what we really like we're trying to build momentum into next year and it, I think it's just a really good place to start by ticking off the annoying things in your life that are just sit on your mind and every day you think, oh, I've got to do this today or I've got to do that. Some of these jobs only take five minutes and they sit yeah. on my mind all day too. Mm. But if you tick off those, that's a really good starting point. Get those out the way and then you can start launching into, okay, now I'm going to really focus on this diet or now I'm going to make mm. a strategic plan on how I'm going to tackle this diet and do some research or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be diet, but yeah. whatever in your life you've been meaning to do. And I'm sure... There's people that have been meaning to do something all year, or let's even say all isolation. At the start of yeah. isolation, they said, okay, I'm going to stop this behavior or I'm going to start this one. And it's just been put off. And now it's just a great time while you still got the isolation period to, to start it if you haven't already. Or mm. for some people, finish it off. What are some of those behaviors and habits? Like what are some habits, I guess, you want to improve yourself? I know we've got some some things that other people could consider looking at, but yourself personally, like, because I've written down probably mine, what are some of your habits over the next two and a half months that you're going to be, I guess, pushing to work work on? So again, and I, I don't want to keep repeating myself from, from previous episodes, but at the moment, financials... Well, reading's one of them for sure. Reading, I uh, bought some books online from England, which was a mistake. I didn't realize they were coming all the way from there, but they got here. And uh, yes, yes, I, I am aware I can buy them online. And yes, I'm aware of that, but uh, it hurts my eyes reading on my phone. So I like I like a hard copy book, uh, sue me. But yeah, I, I just want to smash out these books because I'm really enjoying them. They're, they're good downtime. But it's really, for me, it's implementing the things that I'm learning. So it's not just storing learnings in my head and not doing anything with them. I'm trying to actually take the advice of the specific topics I'm reading about, start implementing them. One thing that's been on my mind, and I'm always dreading saying this because I know, again, I'll shout out my mum because she listens to this too. So both our mums get a shout out today. But Pippi, my sister, who's who's been on this diet plan with me and she's been doing the majority of the cooking, the majority being all of the cooking. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, well done, well done. And at some stage, I will be going back home and I probably do need to learn to cook instead of doing what relying I've been doing. Relying on others. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Relying on others or, or buying as healthy a food as I can. So I probably need to really start taking a keener interest and a, and a better focus on the food and how to prepare it well, and how to well, cook ha- it. How about, how about you share... I couldn't believe it when you told me that you'd never cooked in that kitchen in your oh, house. here we go. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, uh, yeah. How long uh, had you lived in Hawthorne? Oh, sorry. I've just given you a location. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone cares, mate. Um, how long did you live? How long have, before you moved back while isolation? How long were you there for? Uh, no, go on. Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, four. No, yeah, four to six, probably. Yeah, four to six months, and you never cooked a meal in that house. No. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay, at, at the risk of giving away my full location, which again, no one cares about, but I live on um, 
<laughs> I live on a very busy main road in Hawthorne, Glen Ferry Road, for those playing along at home, which is a very good food for cuisine. Yeah, and, and expensive. Uh, yeah, well, it happens to be a quite a uh, affluent suburb, and so yeah, it is expensive. But there's just great food. There's great. You know, I love my sushi. You know, I love yeah. my Vietnamese, and it's there on tap, mate. So um, it's yeah, not. You love it's a, not even you love a rice paper roll, don't you? It, well, it's not even. Do I feel like a rice paper roll tonight? It's it's which of the one one of four restaurants do I want the rice paper rolls from? <laughs> same with sushi. It's the same for my my uh, my salads. So, um, actually, yeah. no, stuff you all. I'm not learning to cook. I'm, I live on Glen Ferry in Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know, but yeah, that is, that is one, mate. Um, the other thing too, and I touched on it earlier, is the fitness. Just keep that up. I really need to get better with my running, mate. Um, my running's a bit sporadic at the moment. I go through weeks where I'm dominating and weeks where I'm not. I just got to... I've got to find a better balance. I've got to do a DOS. And instead of just smashing myself one week and, and resting the next, I need to sort of make it more balanced and even. So that's where I can put my hand up. But you know what? You inspired me. As of next week, I'll come clean on the podcast with a bunch of goals and we'll let our listeners keep us accountable. And if, if anyone wants to join in, we'll keep our listeners accountable too. Yeah, but uh, what about yourself, mate? You, you tell me, I, what have you got? I've got, um, like I touched on earlier, so I want to run 10 kilometers in December. So a couple of months. I, and it was like, What's really inspired me to... And I've run, for those wondering, I have run 10 kilometers before. Yeah, I know you're probably not surprised <laughs> looking at my physique. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I love my morning walk. I'll go for a big walk in the morning. And it's not like, fitness-wise. I just enjoy walking. Like, there's a really nice track it's on the beach. good for your head, yeah. Yeah. And I'll chuck in the headphones and listen to a podcast. And I love it. It's just something I really enjoy. And so take... People will probably think, well, you could be running during that time. But that walk, that walk's important to me. So... I'm seeing people walk, uh, running on my walk, right? And it might be a beautiful day, and you know, down here in Jamana. And oh, well, there we go. I've given away my location. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a beautiful beach track, and it's so nice. Like the water's right there, and it's just you know, nice, easy track, and it's right there. Like it's it's right off our on our doorstep, basically. It's a kilometer yeah. from our house, and I'm, these people are running, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I was thinking back to when I was running re- a lot, and you know, really fit, and running well, and you know, how we all look back and wish, oh gee, remember when I was fit and skinny, and oh, remember those, d- remember those days, boys, you know, and <laughs> I was the like, days of the old schoolyard, yeah, thank you, Cat Stevens, great track, and, <laughs> and I was like, I was running along that track, and feeling fit, and the sun beaming down, and the water's right there, it was like, I want that again, yeah. I want I want that feeling again, and you know, even though it's tough and it's hard, like you know when you'd finish a run on a warm day and maybe go for a swim or whatever, like it just feels good. And I was like, I want to get myself back into that. So that's my goal. My goal literally is for the summer ahead. I want to be. I want to break through that tough barrier of running those three four k's, which are really hard. I actually want to break through that barrier so that in a couple of months' time, when it's summertime, I can actually run seven to ten k's, and and it's not as difficult as I guess before. And I can enjoy yeah. that sun and the the nice track during the summertime. I, I'm doing it. For, I want to do it for the enjoyment of it. Yeah, um, I think that's really good. I mean, I miss that too. And I used to run. I went through a period where I, when I first got fit, and I was quite skinny at the time, so it was easy. It was much easier to run. But I really enjoyed running. It just cleared my head. I used to love getting home on a summer's night and go for a run. Back in again, we'll just throw the locations out there for the sake of it. In the Mornington days, um, yeah. when we both lived in Mornington, just going for a run along the beach or along the streets. You know what, mate? And I'll say this: I miss being an absolute flog. I used to uh, have these bright red shoes, used and obviously the blonde hair. I and I just rip my top off, throw it away, get the dog on the leash, and uh, 
be danger by my side. I go for a nice long run. I used to love that. But so that's yeah, a, maybe. That, 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 that's the second time that's been mentioned on this podcast. That was also mentioned in an earlier episode. So clearly, was it? You love, yeah, clearly you are pretty proud of yourself. No, I'm not proud of myself. I just I used to at the time maybe I was feeling pretty good, and I want to get back to that feeling of uh, that confidence. That's another, what I'm saying. Another couple of mine as well. I don't want to talk about ourselves too much, but uh, so morning routine and a nighttime routine. So. I've probably, with isolation and, and even like going back to work again, like getting out of the house, probably in a bit more of a rush in the mornings and not taking my mornings probably as probably as seriously as I was before being at home. And I've always been someone who just really, what's the word? I've, I've really, I've always been a person that's really valued the morning. Yeah. And yeah. I, I wouldn't say some, I wouldn't say I'm actually a morning person, but I've forced myself to become one. And I actually think, Anyone who says, I'm not a morning person, there's no such thing. You can force yourself to. And I didn't yeah. think I was a morning person, but I forced myself to because I just saw the morning as what, I don't know, as an opportunity. That's you know, a really I, good way to look at it, yeah. If I can get up earlier, I've got, I, I get this time to myself. And Meg and myself, you know, Meg's doing really well. She's actually smashing me. Like, she gets up way before me and I'm not even doing my... We call it... There's a book we both love, The Miracle Morning, and she's read it and talks about starting your day with a miracle morning. And what is your miracle morning? Create what you picture your miracle morning and i i want to get back to that so we get back to a really good morning routine where it's you know waking up at 5 or 5 30 and going for a walk or a run and you know drinking my liter of water taking my vitamins meditating stretching you know i can do all of those things within an hour so that's so why, true yeah why can't i do that like i don't need three hours to do those things if i tick off those four things i've achieved that so i want to get back in the into the rhythm, which I love of that. And then uh, my nighttime routine, which we all love our screens, don't we? So I'm always on my phone or, mate, for the last, which is really bad, for the last probably three weeks, I've, I've gone to bed with the telly on. Like, I'll put the timer on the TV. I'm not sure if anyone else does this. And oh, I'll, put I do, a show, yeah. I'll put the show on and I'll put the timer on and I'll go to sleep and the TV turns off itself. And I, I know how bad that is for me, for my sleep, but I do it because it's comfortable. And I, I, it's like I don't want to break through that comfort zone. Like I don't, I don't want to turn the telly off and sit there with my thoughts and go to sleep because I'd rather. That's a be really distracted. good. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because I was the same. I, I actually need some kind of sound to to get me to sleep most of the time. But once I'm asleep, I'm quite a deep sleeper. I remember back when I lived at Mornington. We may as well keep saying it. And my dad was there and sisters were there. You remember the DVDs, mate? When I mean, yeah. nobody watches DVDs anymore. But, no, but I, I used to love I, coming to your house for a sleepover and watch some DVDs. Yeah, but when you fall asleep with a DVD, what happens when the DVD finishes <laughs> the is menu. that you get to the main menu and often you get the theme song of a show or the movie and it literally <laughs> yeah. repeats. Or I remember getting a knock on the door at about three in the morning one night. Just turn that shit off. What, what um, was it? Uh, was it, it friends? Was, <laughs> <laughs> friends was one of them. Yeah, that just imagine that going. No, there was just stupid. I, I, I'll say it for Will James because he loves the show. There's a show called Saxondale. Eddie Gates might know of it too, but uh, it's a very bizarre comedy show. And the guy's voice would just be speaking over and over. Just some of the quotes from the show, which are very uh, grotesque. Um, so Dad would have to be listening to that all night, or whoever else was in the house. But <laughs> just that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> just the same song on repeat. But um, I was going to ask you, mate. So, because my, I was, I was the exact. I could really relate because I never used to be a morning person either. Now I love. I want to be. I would love to be getting up at 
honestly, 4.35 every morning and feeling great. And just before daylight saving, I went a whole week getting up at five and that was my body clock. It wasn't an alarm. I was just waking up at five and I was feeling good and starting the day. And I really want to get back to that. So now I'm about 6.37 again when I'm not at work. But yeah. so what's more important to you? Is the morning routine or the night routine? What do you think? Because I, I, think- I think morning's more better for productive. Yeah, sorry, you're more mm. productive in the morning, but at night, our routine's more to slow down. Would that be for you too? Well, they counteract each other. So if my mor- if my nighttime routine isn't great, I'm going to sleep bad and I'm going to struggle with my morning routine. Yeah. So I need my nighttime routine to to be at a at a certain standard or a certain level for my morning routine to to go the way I want it to go. And, yeah. But you can still push through it. So say I get a shitty night's sleep. It, it's funny. You just know when you've had a bad sleep. Like when you're really just you're struggling to wake up, you know, the alarm's going off and you just... Whereas other days, like I, could, I actually get excited for my morning routine when I have a good night's sleep. Like that's I get so excited good, for yeah. it. And that's such a good feeling to be in like... And that's where... That's, that's what rhythm is like to me. That's when it's not a chore. It's just you doing it because you have to do it it's getting really up like, for, for, like I, the idea of getting up at five smashing a liter of water in the morning taking my vitamins do us like you know i love my stretching uh flexibility is key everybody if you want to <laughs> get a get i get very tight hip flexes and and then and then go and then <laughs> Thanks, go Thomas. and then go for a run come back from the run I'll, I'll do a meditation and then have a cold shower i haven't done any of that in the last month which, or probably two months. And that, per- from my own personal situation, I've had some real mental battles and it hasn't been my focus. And I've said to myself, you know what? Like, I'm not going to judge myself. I'm going to push all that aside until I get myself right. So I've given myself permission to not do it. But still, that's there's no excuse. Even I've started to feel better the last couple of weeks or month and I've still put it off and probably said, no, nah, Wade, you're not in a good headspace to do it. So I probably could be doing it. But the nighttime routine, I guess back to your question, I've just remembered on, but what's better? Like, I just reckon they're both so important. If, if you've got, if you're getting good REM sleep, like there's, there's a really good podcast out there, Joe Rogan, we love Joe, like on sleep. I can't remember who it is um, that interview that he interviews, but it's incredible. And I just, I was so fascinated at how sleep works and what REM is like, and actually getting REM sleep. And yeah, we, we, we like even the alcohol, for example, last week, the episode on alcohol, like... I've noticed my sleep go through the roof without drinking alcohol. So th- this is a whole other topic, and you know what? We'll do a we'll do an episode on sleep as well, and I guess our own personal you know struggles with it and habits and, and whatnot. But just before we move on, I think I think I just really like it because I think morning routines. If you if if you're not if you're listening, and you haven't considered it. Consider a morning routine because it helped me a lot, and you feel I love by nine o'clock or. If I'm going to work for the day and at 8.30 I get to work and I've already smashed out some of the things I normally do at night because I used to have it in, re- in reverse. I used to, My mornings would be slow and my nights would be fast-paced. That's when I used yeah. to work out and run and do things. Uh, I did try the water, the one-liter water thing in the first thing in the morning. Mate, I couldn't leave a five-meter radius of the toilet for, for the first three hours of the day or the nearest tree uh, in some cases. Um, <laughs> It, that's that's the only part I struggle with, but the water apparently is very good for you, so uh, I need to get back into that too. But our next point, mate, as you as you said, let's give everybody some excitement. Let's look at the next six to twelve months. 
what are we looking forward to as a whole, not just us, but what's everybody looking forward to? What? Yeah. Why do we want to get these things in place now? Because what, what's the reward that's coming? Yeah. Oh, well, mate, there's so much to look forward to. All right. For our younger listeners, I'll just relate this to when I was a bit younger. We, we talk about fitness and nutrition and, and all that kind of thing. It's going to be summer in a few months. You know, you want to be feeling good and looking good and, and feeling good about your body. So this is a time to, to work on that. That's just one that's just one for me i i'm really looking forward to like i said my running with when the hot weather really hits so this is my chance to to start building up for that but yeah mate like the beach i can't wait to to get to the beach and and go for a swim in the water and spend time at the beach obviously now that isolation's finished there's so much that i'm looking forward to like friends family we've got them listed here um i know you can't wait to travel well if you want to dive into that what are you looking forward to doing as much all the same is all the same things you just mentioned, mate. Obviously, the mates and the family. We've touched on that in multiple episodes, so we probably don't need to go over the top of that and seeing everybody again. Just yeah, I, I think Pippi and I had a great chat yesterday about community because we're talking about I don't know why we're just reminiscing about junior footy of all things when I was like 11 and 12 we're having some laughs about uh the punch-ups and some of the comments coming (laughs) over the fence from from the men that uh take take junior footy a lot more serious than the 11 year old kids that were playing but um people and I were just saying how cool is it that whole community spirit when you've Mm. got an event going on it could just be kids playing sport but everybody's there and it's just you know you're around your friends your teammates if you're playing sport whatever group you're involved in I'm really looking forward to that sort it's of very camaraderie. Speci- it's very special. It is. Yeah, like, absolutely. And mate, you know what? Personally, I just want to play sport again. I, I was saying I suck at cricket. I suck at tennis. But I wouldn't mind giving it a crack just in a in a competitive way, just at a very low level, of course. But I just want to... Because I think I just missed that whole mateship yeah. thing. I, I I used to play tennis. I wasn't a bad little tennis player, Daniel. I'm not sure if you knew that. But, um, well, we can, ta- we can go uh, tag team, geez. Uh, that's our wrestling <laughs> ta- career. That's a different podcast. Uh, uh, call, call us the Hardy Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hardy Boys are doubles tennis. <laughs> but yeah, and obviously the normality thing. Look, traveling something I look forward to. Some people very negative about travel, but I just cut about you know when we can travel. But I've actually been doing some research into loopholes. <laughs> so hello to the on, give us hello some. to the Australian government if you're listening. Um, <laughs> won't give too much away, but it is possible, is all I'll say. Um, I, oh, you know what I'm going to quickly say? I had a laugh to myself last week at work. Right, so Gold 104, great station, play some absolute classics, and they. I never thought I'd be hearing this, but the, obviously there's con- there's competitions. You know, commercial radio. We all know how it works, and. There was, you know, the competition is you got to ring up when the song is played twice. When you hear it played a second time, ring up. You know what the prize was? What? And I couldn't believe it. A prize was a trip to Bendigo. And <laughs> oh, jeez. And I thought, but people are wanting it. People are ringing up going, have I got it? You know, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> we are at desperate measures. Like, we want, like, I, I never thought I'd hear a trip to Bendigo is sought after. You know, like. Of course, we, we love our good friends at Bendigo. Um, oh, I've been... But, mate, I've been to Bendigo and it's a fucking batshit part of the boring place of the world. So, so I'm not sure why anyone's excited to go there. I was looking more at sort of America, Europe and uh, that kind of thing. But we'll get there eventually. But what about for, for as a whole? What what else could we all look forward to? What Let's tie it back into. If we got our, let's imagine we got some of our goal setting right, our morning routines right. Some of these things we've already touched on in the previous part of this episode. By having those in measure, what what does that give us? I think what we all have something what we all have to look forward to with all that mixed in is feeling like you've achieved. And I don't I feel like 2020 we felt like we feel like we probably haven't. It's been that type of year where 
we haven't really been able to, to go after what we really want. Obviously, the restrictions in place, we're limited to, to even just getting out, out of our 5K radius. So that's just one basic restriction in place, which really stops us and restricts us from, from doing what we really want to do. But like I, I mentioned earlier, that feeling of achievement is greater than what we probably give it credit. And that achievement feeling doesn't have to be a big goal. Or it could be big or little. But what we have to look forward to, for me, once this restriction eases and then going moving forward to next year is actually being able to set a goal or, 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 or say to myself, you know what, next week I want to go and do this. And I go and do that. I'm not even allowed to put into my calendar like what I want to do for the week. You know, I'll maybe go and see, you know, my nan listens to the podcast. Actually being able to go and see her and have it in my calendar and know that I can. I can't wait to be able to just tick off things even on my calendar that I can do. I can't even do those. So there's lots to look forward to. But for me, yeah, the sense of achievement is big. You know, I, I feel like this year is really probably, well, just at a, a just at one straight line. You know, there hasn't been a lot. And, you know, people will probably disagree with that. And I'm probably even thinking about my wording there. Like, we've achieved so much probably in this year, but we probably feel like it hasn't been what we really were aiming to achieve. Look but at I all the... Look at all the kids schooling from home. You know, look what they've achieved. Um, all the parents, what they've achieved, working from home and looking after those kids. Now look at Meg. She is a teacher. She's teaching from home. Look what she's achieved. You know, new skills. We, you know, we've attained new skills and become closer with our loved ones at home. You know, we've achieved those things. But I think you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. I think it's a honestly, it's a, the best point you can make is that's what we've got. And I think... The biggest achievement for everybody once it's finally over is that we got through. We got through it because not everybody's getting through it. And if you can just make it out the other side, there's going to be a huge reward. So just getting through this whole thing, I don't just mean that in a very philosophical, deep level. Just in general, getting through, not letting yourself go in areas of your life. But I think a couple of the other things that we get out of it too is that we've we might hopefully we've all learned to maybe relax a little bit. And for those that are really busy people that need to tick things off hopefully you've got a sense of okay this is how i can actually relax and wind down at the end of the day and that's something that we sort of take out of it and we can get when things get busy again we're all looking forward to being busy and having millions of things going on but it'll be good to be able to have confidence in yourself that okay once this task is over i can get home and relax yeah and, and of course a value just valuing our time valuing the company that of those that we're with mm definitely no that's so, huge so let's finish this off mate with some strategies we to for listeners to take away what are some of the strategies to help propel people into 2021 and the next couple of months so, of course so i and I, I don't want to give too much away because knowing that next week now we're going to do you know a, a whole episode on goal setting so we look forward to that i can't wait for that one thing I do, like a strategy that I would say is, and it's not necessarily a strategy and I want you to go and do it. It's not like, because we'll go through those minor details next week, but blocking out time and, and looking at your calendar and going, all right, here's an hour or here's two hours in my calendar this week. And I'm going to sit down with a notepad and paper. I mean, what? A pen and notepad, not a notepad <laughs> and paper. Uh, you could do both with a pen, but... <laughs> and I'm going to actually, I'm going to write down, all right, what are the three to five areas of my life I really want to focus on next year? And even take the whole COVID situation out of it. Let's hope that we're going to, you know, be able to be let loose and, and do our thing 
um, next year. But we, we just don't know, right? So push all that aside and, and think, yeah, it's going to go back to normal, which hopefully it will. What are the three to five areas of my life that I really want to focus on? And even just writing those those key areas before you... So what I would then do is those key areas, all right, well, let's even let's go even deeper. What are, what are a few things in those areas I want to achieve? And in those areas, you've got then, all right, well... I, I want to run five kilometers in my in my health under my health area or in my finance area. I want to save ten grand. Or I'm probably giving too much away for next week, but for me what the biggest strategy is blocking out the time. If you can I love block that. it yeah. block if you can actually keep yourself accountable and block out the time, sit down, write down whatever you're feeling even. You know, journaling. I think I had it listed, I didn't say it, but you know what we should do? Everyone should do. Block out some time and journal 2020. What has yeah, happened in 2020? That's a great point. We've gone through a freaking pandemic, mate. Like something we will never probably ever go through again. Like this is just ridiculous. Like it's, I don't think we even, we don't understand what we're going through. It's such a big thing. It's huge. No, 100%. No one ever thought we'd be, who would have ever thought you would not be able to go to your parents' house? Like that'd be illegal. That's a, it's, it's amazing to comprehend. So blocking out some time and actually journaling what's happened this year and journaling how you're feeling and what's been your struggles, what's been your successes, what have you achieved this year? You know, what haven't you achieved that you're hoping to achieve? Have you, have you become closer with, you know, your partner and your loved ones? You know, what have you really missed because of this? What can't you wait to do when you go back? Just journaling and write down, writing down all these things, for me, they just... It's always helped me putting pen to paper. What about yourself? I love it. Yeah. Well, same, same. I think for me, number one step is to realize what's most important to me, and and that's not what it's it's being real with myself and understanding. Okay, these are things that I want to do, but do I really care about them, or am I doing it to either please somebody else, or am I doing it because I feel like that's just what you have to do? If that mm. makes sense, I, I need yep. to realize what is actually important to me is going to make me happy and going to move my life forward. And then sort of take it from there, making a plan. And again, we'll touch on it next week. So I won't go into too much detail about you know making plans and educating yourself about what you're about to step into and what you need to do. But, and for myself, just understanding, okay, where am I going to spend my time and who am I, who and what am I, am I going to put my effort into and sort of taking it from there. I think it's good too. I'm sort of excited to make goals and these are very loose goals, but family goals and te- team goals and and friendship goals even just us as a group mate it doesn't need to be we don't need to sit down and work out a proper smart goal for for us as a as a as a group but it'd be nice to say okay when we see each other let's just put our phones away for for the, for the whole yeah. time we're together as an example or whatever it is and just sort of immerse ourselves in each other's company so you know there's some of the strategies that i'm going to put forward i think like you keep saying or we keep saying we next week we'll will probably be a bit more of a step-by-step episode about goal setting because it's something I know you're very passionate about. I've done a bit of it, not to the same extent as you, but we'll probably have a lot more information next week. I might, Yeah, I love that. I might even try to scavenge around and find some of my old journals and maybe even share some of my old goals just to get an idea on like, you know, they don't have to be big. You know, they can be pretty general and basic. And I think that's where someone who might not, know how to set a goal might not know where to start i think this could really be beneficial for someone like myself i've done goal setting for probably i'm not a professional like i'm not i've just always done it it's it's just been something forever that i've done for probably seven or eight years and it's it's probably been my game changer 
Yeah. Well, you helped me. I remember, I don't know how many years ago, you, yeah, well, probably only a year ago or two years ago, I asked you for some advice and we listed a few areas. I think there was 12 areas of your life. Yeah, um, which, <laughs> which which we've subsequently said is probably not the right yeah, way to go, but yeah. it was just interesting practice for at the time. But one just before we leave, I think one point that you've got, and I think this would be a great takeaway value for people listening today, is that you've got here, if if your goal is to lose 20 kilos, set the small goal of losing three kilos by the end of 2020. Yeah, and I think that's a really good one. If you've got a huge, huge goal in your life, in the next two months, that's a great time to just chip away at it a little bit and make a little bit of progress. Yeah, definitely. Our motto as a family and even some of you know our family and friends, it's always been inch by inch is a cinch. Yard by yard, it's hard. So yep. if you're looking too far ahead, you're never going to, oh gosh, 20 kilos, I'm never going to get there. It's such a, the goal so far away. But if the goal is three kilos, oh, I can do that. I've got exactly. a couple months. Clean up the diet a little bit. Walk maybe 10,000 steps a day. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be extraordinary or extreme. It can be pretty basic. And you can achieve that goal. And like we've mentioned how many times today, when we achieve something, we feel good within ourselves. And we all want to feel good, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's just a great way to go. If you've got a big goal, just chip away. Chip away. It's the best way to go about it. Like you said, inch by inch. I love it. Um, my auntie actually spoke to me on the phone a couple of weeks ago and she said she never heard that saying but she loved it so uh, oh really stuck yeah. in her brain mate so that's a good one thank you um, thank you thank you dickie custerson yeah yeah he loves it is there anything else you want to mention before we uh we go for today uh one thing i just want to say is please would mean the world if you give us a review on apple itunes if you could jump on there give us a, a review whether you it's a one-star review and you're not enjoying it or a no 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 no, no 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 one star reviews. <laughs> um if you can do that, we'd appreciate it. Um, it doesn't take very long. And like we said, well, we've always said, we appreciate everyone who listens. And exciting news, mate. We've put up a post yesterday, but or last week, I should say, because this is coming out on Monday. But 1,500 downloads, that's a big achievement. It is. So thank you to everybody. We really appreciate it. I know there's a, there's a handful of people that have listened every single episode every week. We really appreciate it, I should say. That means the world to us. So yeah, thank you to everybody that's done that. One thing that just occurred to me, uh, we haven't mentioned the name Joe Richardson. So Joe Richardson for those <laughs> Easter egg uh, hunters because I know a few people tick it off the list each week when the name gets mentioned. So. <laughs> well, it's been mentioned. Uh, it's been mentioned so there you go to everyone that's about that so yeah mate look we got a couple good episodes coming up we got goal setting coming up well we got a social media one which is an exciting one i look forward to and of course we're itching we're itching to be back in the uh in the dawson d studios with our guests so that's that's not far away either so thank you to everybody for your continued support and we'll see you next week